This year, Hallmark is releasing uh, 41 new Christmas movies across its uh, various networks. Now, if you're like me and you view only the occasional Hallmark Christmas movie, it might seem like there's only one, right? Because they all follow uh, a very similar plot, right? Now, here, here's my take on a Hallmark Christmas movie plot. You have this big city girl who has a promising career, but she returns to her small town roots to uh, help out her grandmother and run her bookstore after grandma's run into some, uh, some health issues. And there she meets a, a rugged family man with a devoted but, but broken heart. Now, <laughs> from a guy's perspective, the message I get is this, that you will find true love if you if you chop wood, dress out of an L.L. Bean catalog, and save that girl from slipping on an icy sidewalk. Now, as the movie continues, it builds with a little bit of will they or won't they tension. They nearly kiss, but then a, a humorous but ill-timed interruption stops them. Then there's a potentially devastating miscommunication that threatens to forever tear them apart. But that problem is quickly resolved with no hard feelings. She passes up her once-in-a-lifetime career opportunity to enjoy a traditional small-town Christmas with her rugged but sensitive new man. And it all happens in about 90 minutes with something Christmassy in every shot. Wash, rinse, and repeat this every two hours. And there you have Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas um, from what Halloween to New Year's Day. And yes, it is the same formula again and again, but Hallmark knows it and they're using it to great effect. And as many as 85 million people will watch a Hallmark Christmas movie this year. Um, and many times it draws in a much bigger audience than anything else on television. In fact, the formula is so successful that, that Disney and Lifetime and Netflix are offering their sincerest flattery with imitations of their own. Now, you can make fun of Hallmark Christmas movies all you want, and it can be easy to do. Um, yes, they're cheesy. Yes, it's the the same character over and over again with a new name. But for many people, turning on a Hallmark Christmas movie is like slipping into a hot bath with bubbles. It makes you feel warm all over and you settle in for a nice, cozy, relaxing two hours. And people love soaking in the, the warm nostalgia, the there's the comfort of actors that over the course of many movies, they've become almost like friends to you. They love the simple, stress-free small town setting, the coziness of, of family traditions. And of course, there's the effervescent happy ending. And it allows us just a couple of hours to forget our own stress, uh, to forget our own strained relationships and our own family traditions that may be fraying at the seams. In a Hallmark Christmas movie, Christmas is good, right? And it's good to know that your family is getting together. It's good to reminisce about how great grandma's stuffing was before she passed away. And as the number of Christmases 
in our past grows ever larger and the number of Christmases in our future grows ever smaller. It's, it's good to celebrate Christmas now because you might not have a next one. Now, Hallmark Christmas movies almost always take place in a, a very comfortable upper middle class world. There's no struggle with unemployment or debt collectors. Not that, that these things never have a point in the plot, but there seems to be no real stress or anxiety from these things. There's no conflict that can't be resolved in 20 minutes. There's nary a word of political strife. But that's part of what we love about these movies. They're pure escapism from our everyday problems. They, they feed our nostalgia for a Christmas past viewed through rose-colored glasses, or at least they feed the fantasy of a Christmas that we never had but we've always wanted. But like every hot bath becomes tepid, so it is with every Hallmark Christmas movie. Gretchen Saffles in uh, her piece on the well-watered woman writes that she loves Hallmark Christmas movies, but then she confesses, quote, when the movie wraps up and the credits roll, there always seems to be a, a tinge of disappointment, a feeling that there's got to be more to love in the holidays than these movies have to offer. Now, there's a reason why Hallmark movies offer a satisfaction that is well, shallow and fleeting. I mean, for a channel that is so devoted to Christmas, it's amazing how little actual Christmas there is in most Hallmark Christmas movies. I mean, don't really expect any signs of, of Christmas beyond cozy fireplaces, time with family, decorating trees, and giving gifts. It's a Christless Christmas, right? No one mentions Jesus. If, if you're lucky, you might get a verse of Silent Night in the background and a caroling scene, or maybe a glimpse of children in shepherd's costumes, all in the background, of course. It's, it's all style and no substance. But then the movie ends, but life goes on, and we need more than fuzzy feelings for a life that isn't lived in a 90-minute window. Suffering and sorrow are still a very real part of our lives. And for many of us, the holidays can be some of the most stressful and even painful days of the year. And the reality is that family gatherings often bring out the worst in some people. And Christmas has a time of, is a time of, that often strains our finances to the limits. Hallmark movies can't offer you a hope that doesn't disappoint, even when life does. That kind of hope is only found in Jesus. So I, I want to talk just for a few moments why Jesus right, is better than Hallmark and, and real Christmas is better than fake Christmas. And the first thing that makes Jesus better than a Hallmark Christmas movie is that Jesus changes our reality instead of just offering an escape. Now, what Hallmark movies offer is, well, an escape from reality, and it's a temporary escape. 
for an hour and a half to two hours, you can forget about your own stress. You can leave and live in this make-believe world where everything is beautiful. Everyone is happy. Um, and a little fantasy, it might be fine for a couple of hours, but you always have to come back to the real world. And this is where Jesus comes in because Jesus doesn't ignore our reality. He doesn't, uh, you know, escape from our reality. He confronts it. He doesn't run from it. He transforms it. That's the whole point of Christmas, that, that God came to earth, that, that he was born as one of us to, to live real life and to experience real life just as we do. The opening words of the Christmas story in the Gospel of Luke read like this. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. It doesn't get any more real than that. It's, it's rooted in history. It is rooted in a specific time and place. This is reality, not fantasy, right? The Christmas story doesn't begin once upon a time or a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. As John writes in his gospel, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. So rather than escaping our reality, Jesus fully enters into our reality. And he became a part of it, you know, in order that he could change it. He, he changes our water into wine. He changes a man that's lame from birth into a man who, who runs and dances uh, and leaps for joy. He changes the downcast soul into one that rejoices. Ezekiel 36, 26 says, and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect? 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, which is corrupt through deceitful desires, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and put on the new self created in the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness, right? You see, Jesus enters our reality, and he changes it. Now, sometimes he changes the circumstances of our reality. Sometimes he changes our perspective about reality, and sometimes he changes us to better face reality. Usually he does a little bit of all three. And that's what's so amazing about Jesus. Second thing that makes Jesus better than a Hallmark Christmas movie is that Jesus loves you for you. Now, this is a point that I stole from Brenda Kesey and, and her series of articles on the 12 emotions of Christmas. And her emotion number 12 that she writes about is loneliness. 
And as she spoke of, of her tradition, her family tradition of watching a Hallmark Christmas movie with her daughter and, and how, the, how these movies speak to their longing for love. And I think Hallmark Christmas movies do speak to a, a very deep longing within us, a longing to, to truly love and to be loved, to find a love that will not fail us, will not leave us or disregard us. And with Jesus, you are a part of a real life love story that's better than any Hallmark movie. And it is a love and it is a relationship that is not dependent on your looks or your charming personality. It's not based on what you can do for him, but it's all about what he does for you. Paul writes in Titus 3, 4 through 7, he says, but when the kindness and love of God, uh, our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and the renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. Think about this. Jesus knew every mistake that you would ever make. He knows your deepest, darkest secrets. He knows your most embarrassing moments. He knows what you look like with no makeup on and when you're dressed in your favorite sweatpants and your ratty old t-shirt. And he loves you anyway. It's part of what makes Jesus so great. The third thing that gives Jesus the big win over Hallmark movies is this. Jesus gave up everything for you. And I mean everything. Now, in the Hallmark movies, the the girl has this awesome job in the big city with this great opportunity for more. She's a, a literary agent, and she's about to sign a big-name author who sells millions of books. Right? She's an attorney, an upstart attorney that's about to be made partner, and that's always one of the sources of tension in the story. Will she choose the great career opportunity? Will she leave the small town and, and go back to the big city to sign the author to be made partner, or will she Will she stay and choose Mr. Rugged and Handsome? Of course, we know how the story ends. She stays and chooses the brawny man. I, this is one of the reasons why the, the woke feminist crowd has such a real problem with Hallmark Christmas movies. You know, they, they love to complain, well, why does the girl always have to give up her career to be with him? And there are some movies where he does go with her to the big city, but but not most of them. Hallmark doesn't want to fiddle too much with their winning recipe. And I think it speaks to some deeper longings that we have within us, a, a longing for traditional values and traditional family. But even deeper than that, we have a longing for a relationship that is worth giving up everything for. A relationship where I'm willing to, to drop everything, to leave anything in order to have that kind of love and that kind of relationship. We want something worth leaving everything. And that's Jesus. He is that love. He is that relationship that's worth leaving anything and everything to have.
In Matthew 13, Jesus tells a couple of like two-sentence parables that show just how much a relationship with Jesus is worth. They're called kingdom parables because Jesus here is talking about the kingdom of heaven. But that means when you have Jesus in your heart and he is your Lord, he is your king, king of your life, you're part of his kingdom. And here's what Jesus says, that is worth. Beginning with verse 44, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he, he hid it again. And then in his joy, went and sold all that he had to and bought that field. All right. So here's a man that, that finds this, this, this treasure and he gets rid of everything and he does it in joy. Why? Because what he finds is even better. Verse 45, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. And when he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Finding Jesus, having a relationship with Jesus, having him rule in your heart is better than anything. And so Jesus is worth giving up everything to follow him. But that's not even my point here. Here's where Jesus gets even better than a Hallmark movie. Your Savior is so madly in love with you that he already gave up everything to be with you. Gave up everything to have a relationship with you. He gave up his glory. He gave up his place in heaven. He gave up the, the worship and adoration of millions of angels. He even gave up his life, and he gave up all of it for you. Philippians 2 says that Jesus, who being in the very nature God, did not consider uh, equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking on the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Jesus gave it up for you. Now, one of the things about a Hallmark Christmas movie is you know how it's going to end before you even turn on the television. And the Christmas story is much the same. You've heard it so many times that you know how it ends before the sermon even starts. But the original Christmas story is better than in every way. Jesus offers more than a Hallmark Christmas movie ever could. A movie filled with fake and fantasy can only stir up the desire in our hearts. But Jesus, he delights the longing of our souls. Deep within our hearts is a desire for love, for connection, and belonging. And I think Hallmark Christmas movies touch on these longings, but have you ever noticed how the movies never carry on after Christmas. You never get to see real life after the holidays. You don't hear how a couple that fell in love in two weeks suddenly hits a bump in their relationship two months in. No one mentions that relationships are hard and they aren't always hot chocolate, sleigh rides, baking cookies, and Christmas concerts. Now, I know we don't want to 
to hear those stories. That's not something we want to see in a movie. It's not attractive. It's not fun. And it's boring. And if every Hallmark Christmas movie featured a bill paying scene, then nobody would watch. We don't want to know about how hard relationships are. We'd rather be swept up in a fantasy and reality where love is easy and romance doesn't require any effort from me. But Christmas, real Christmas, is where Jesus entered our reality in all of its brokenness, in all of its mess, in all of its boredom, and he transforms that reality, and he makes us a part of his reality. God bless, and Merry Christmas.